The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Potcher, joined by my good buddy Keith Cork. You know what that means. It's Wednesday. We're here. April 7th, breaking down this wonderful card that we have on our hands tonight. We're going to be talking about a total nine-game slate starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But before we get into anything, Keith, how are we doing over there, my good friend? Hey, man, I am doing well. I had some uh, prop bets out here. Uh, obviously, we're recording the night before, but uh, they both hit, and so feeling pretty good about that. DFS lineup looking kind of shaky, but it's all good. We're going to dive into this thing here and uh, and knock it out. Oh, yeah, man. The best part about it, always <laughs> the following day. It could, be, it could be worse. I mean, yeah, it could be me. I got bad beat by Patty Mills pretty, Oof. Uh, pretty hard. What was it? Uh, Monday night. Uh, yeah. Pretty hard, man. I had the nuts lineup. The nuts. And Patty Mills happened to be part of it. Ice cold. And I was about, you know, three to five points off of every single lineup shipping it uh, with him getting me 14. So that hurt. But what are you going to do? Still ended up being a good night. But we got a, we got a nice little card on our hands. But we're gonna, before we jump into anything, you know, we got to take the quick second, man. We got we to gotta give a shout out to our good friends over at my bookie. If you guys haven't checked them out, what are you doing? Check them out. You guys are missing out on all their wonderful little odds boost contests that they have going on. Uh, it's free money. I mean, if you follow Dan Bespers, you will get the update and the notification at all times when it comes to an odd boost contest over at MyBookie. But nonetheless, it's not too late. They will have plenty more. Head over there. On your initial deposit, use the promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and they will match you 50% on up to $1,000. So uh, you put in $1,000, they'll give you $500 for free. If you put in $500 for free, they'll give you two or $500, they'll give you $250 for free. Uh, it's free money. Take advantage of it. Use that promo code HOOPBALL. And maybe sports betting is not your thing. Uh, I, I highly doubt that you're listening to this podcast, but they have a fully-fledged casino platform as well, guys. Head over to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code HOOPBALL. All right, good buddy. We'll start off. First game of the night, Minnesota Timberwolves traveling to Indiana. Indiana on the second half of a back-to-back here. No injury report for them, but for the Timberwolves, Malik Beasley, Jalen Noel, both rolled out. D'Angelo Russell is probable. We do not have a game total. We do not have a spread. I'll pass it over to you. We'll start off with the away team. Break down the Timberwolves for me. Yeah, I don't have a, t- a ton of interest on the Timberwolves side of the ball. I mean, um, both of these teams aren't very good, but uh, the Timberwolves, I mean, it all boils down to Carl Anthony Towns gets a bunch of usage. Uh, and I really didn't even have him on my list of, uh, of players in my player pool here until uh, I was watching the, the uh, Bulls game tonight, which is last night for the people listening. And uh, Miles Turner actually went out with an injury. So if there's no Miles Turner and there's no DeMontis Sabonis, I do like some Carl Anthony Towns at 10-7. Uh, again, you got to keep on track of that uh, of that news and see if both those guys are out, uh, especially Miles Turner, who is obviously a shot blo- an elite shot blocker. 
Walker. If he's out, then uh, Towns is uh, pretty good at 10-7, I think. Uh, and then the other guy I'd be looking at on, on the Wolves side is uh, Jaden McDaniels, 4-9. Um, you know, he, he uh, put up a stinker last one. He only got like 20 minutes or something like that. I'm not sure what the story is behind that. But before that, I mean, this guy was just rolling. And uh, at 4-9, if he can put up, you know, 30, 30 DK points for me, which is potential, uh, I'm definitely going to roll that as well. Um, I don't really have a lot of interest in Anthony Edwards at, I think it was 7-7, seven, seven, something like that. But uh, just just too pricey for me, in my opinion. What about you? Uh, you hit the nail on the head for me. It's going to be Carl Anthony Towns, top of the order. He might be one of my favorite uh, price-up options. And it's just like you said. I mean, they were already missing Brogdon and Sabonis tonight. And then Miles Turner went out. Uh, this team's going to be hobbled. And he should be able to take full advantage of it. So one of the, you know, a lot of priced-up studs that we could talk about. Probably one of the ones I expect to fly a little bit more under the radar compared to the other. So... I definitely have a ton of interest in him. I don't think I'll be going to too much else. You know, as Edwards is getting, or not Edwards, as Russell's now back, uh, you know, not going to be playing necessarily a full complement of minutes. He looked he looked good uh, in the last one, played 25 minutes, 24 minutes in that one. So I expect a little bit of an uptick, but a lot of that usage is going to start getting funneled. Now it's going to be him, Edwards, Towns, eventually Beasley's going to be back. Uh, no more Rubio playing point. So a lot of the this team's going to kind of change up. We're going to see it primarily start to focus through the main core guys here uh, eventually. So I'll probably just end up leaning with mostly towns, but we'll slide over to the Indiana side of the ball. And I mean, right now we kind of saw what this lineup could look like. I believe Goga even left the game at one point he returned, but uh, you know, Goga left with a little bit of a head injury, got popped off the head a little bit, uh, but he ended up returning as well. But this team could be without, you know, we're talking Miles Turner, Brogdon, and Sabonis. If they're without all three of these guys, who could we depend on? That is a great question. I'm probably going to go back to the well, same guys I went to tonight against my my bullies here. Um, I do like some uh, some Doug McDermott. I do like some Edmund Summer, Sumner. Uh, Sumner only got about 18 minutes uh, tonight against the Bulls, but uh, it's a back-to-back. I expect him to play more. He had 15 points in those 18 minutes, so uh, I expect him to play more, and he's only 3,500. You know, Again, you gotta, you got to look to see, make sure that Brogdon's out uh, before you fire him up, but as long as he is, I mean, that, that's just a, a great price for a guy that's, that can light it up in, in limited minutes, and uh, hopefully he sees more here. And, uh, you know, Dougie Buckets is only 4,100, so uh, Savonis is out. I still like going to him as well. But my main guy in the Pacers has to be Karras. Levert. I mean, this guy's just a usage monster uh, with Brogdon's out, when Sabonis is out, and uh, he, he could have a huge game against this uh, up, up to uh, paced up Timberwolves. So he might actually be, you know, it's early, but I might call him my favorite play on the slate already because he's just got a lot of upside at 7,100. Yeah, no, I, I'm all I'm all over that with you. I mean, I loved him tonight uh, simply because when you saw that starting lineup that they weren't starting McConnell. Uh, we knew we were going to have an opportunity to see some point Levert. Uh, this dude, before coming in tonight, had uh, you know 20 assists in the past three games, and I think he had about three assists in the first like five six minutes of the game. So you know when we're not seeing the McConnell out there, it's going to be point Levert. So those are the two guys that I gravitate towards the most when I see it, especially that you know there's no Brogdon, uh, and that the ball handling is going to get passed off between these two guys. The fact that there's going to be no Sabonis possibly as well just means all the shot attempts are pretty much going to get funneled straight to Levert, and the ancillary pieces are going to go towards guys like you said, Sumner as well. I I like those three guys for sure. If there's no Turner, if there's no Sabonis, we'll probably see a starting front court of, like you said, Dougie Buckets. And uh, whether it's Goga or uh, possibly Jakar Sampson at center, Jakar Sampson, I probably want nothing to do with. If it's Goga at center, even if it's in 20 to 25 minutes, minimum salary type guy, you can easily pay that off, uh, especially if he's, like I said, starting center. 
I don't know if it'll double-double, but there's worse you could do at, at mid-salary. So those are the guys I'm really looking at. I'll have probably a decent amount of shares of these Indiana Pacers teams, so we'll have to wait and see what that starting lineup eventually looks like. But you ready to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Washington Wizards traveling to Orlando. Taking on the Magic in this one. For the Wizards, buckle up. Cole Anthony, Ken Birch, Michael Carter-Williams, all questionable. Markel Fultz, Gary Harris, Jonathan Isaac, Otto Porter Jr., all ruled out. On the Wizards' side of, uh, side of things, Rui Hachimura, Robin Lopez, Bradley Beal, they are all questionable. Daniel Gafford and Thomas Bryant ruled out. We knew about that, though. Nothing as far as a game total or a spread. The Wizards, I mean, we kind of need to know about a lot of these major pieces. But let's uh let's talk about them. Keith. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's tough to tough to really um know who I'm gonna go with without knowing whether or not Beal or uh or Rui's gonna play, Rui Hachimura. Um assuming uh, the Beal's out, I mean Russell Westbrook at eleven one, I'll go there. It's expensive, but uh it's the Orlando Magic. The the Wizards are always looking to win, even if they're not going to win. So uh they'll probably win this one and uh Russell Westbrook would, would be a big part of that. And the dude had like a triple double by halftime last game. So um yeah, you're paying up but but you're paying a, a premium for a reason and, and uh, that reason makes a lot of sense. But only if Beal is out. If Beal's in, I want nothing to do with, with uh Russell Westbrook unless I'm playing maybe a, a GPP or something like that. But uh then I got some interest in, in Denny Advija. I ruined that name. Avdija. I'll say that name. Denny. I got some interest in him at 5100. If if Rui's out, uh, I think he's going to get a lot of minutes, a lot of touches. He's been getting a lot of minutes and touches with Rui on the sidelines. Uh, and then the last guy I'll throw in there is actually Davis Bertans at 4300. He's kind of a forgotten man. Uh, so he's an excellent GPP play. I think I think he's going to have a lot of high ownage. But um, you know they're going to need some people to take shots, especially if uh, Rui and NBL are out. Uh, but even if they're in, I don't mind him at 4300. You know, if this guy's hitting his three-point shots, he's he's going to hit value there. Um, so Davis Bertans is on is on my watch list as well. I don't think he takes any shots other than three-point shots. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, five, he was five of eight from the field last game, five of eight from deep. Uh, I, I he was part of the guy that helped me take down a lot of my tournaments on Monday. But uh, yeah, I don't mind to go back to the wall to him here, especially. I, I probably wouldn't look towards him if Hachimura is not out. I could still play him a little bit, even if you know Beal's in. Just understand that he's very, very volatile, like you said. It's all about his shot. Uh, he's not going to do a lot for the boards. He's not going to do a lot defensively, but he could easily knock down you know, six to seven three-pointers in a game, and it wouldn't shock me. Uh, Westbrook is a lock. If Beal sits, it's that simple for me. I don't care what his price tag is. Dude's banging out 60 DK points a night on any given night where Beal is not playing. So uh, Beal sits in this matchup. It's a fantastic either way. Sign me up. He'd be my favorite price up option and that's it if, if we get the news that Beal sits I'll probably just look at Westbrook I don't think I'm gonna we have nine other games or eight other games I don't think I need to uh, float around and and go crazy I wouldn't mind like I said playing a little bit of Bertans but you know I don't know if I'll go down the the netto well uh you know I know a lot of people kind of went that way once uh you know we saw that Beal was ruled out Neto was starting that was a solid point for a guy but it just doesn't make a difference to me. It's it's Russell Westbrook in this starting lineup. That that's where the usage is. That's where the rebounds will go. That's where everything's gonna happen. So I'll just spend up there, take it, and uh, I'll ride it. But we'll slide over to the Orlando side of the ball. Again, another team that we kind of need to know what's going on. A lot of a lot of questionable names now. Cole Anthony, Carter Williams. Uh, we want to know who's playing point guard. Both these guys are back. We might see R.J. Hampton slide back to the bench role. We don't. We really don't know. Uh, but let me get your thoughts on this, Keith. Maybe you know, uh, have a little insight on what we can expect. 
I have, yeah, I've actually, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, you actually see I'm, I'm, I'm tweeting out pretty regularly the uh, minutes and the shots taken per game for this Orlando Magic. So I've been following them closely because they're just kind of interesting. I'm like, where, where are the points going to come from? Where are the minutes going to get played? I mean, uh, nothing's set in stone quite yet because they, they constantly have people out. I mean, they're not trying to win basketball games. So people sit, people are out, people rotate in. Um, there's not really much of a rhyme or reason to it. But I think this is a great game to go to for for the filler of your lineup. You know, you need to you have an extra five six k left over, and you need somebody to go to. Uh, I, I think there's some names you can look at. And Terrence Ross is one that I'm looking at heavily six four. Um, you know, he's he's getting the shots that we all assumed he was going to get. You know, he's going to get 20 shots a game, whatever it is. Uh, plenty of usage. It's just a matter of uh, he hasn't been hitting those shots. And I like this as a really good bounce back opportunity for him against this Washington Wizards team. I think uh, the Wizards are a terrible defensive team. So Terrence Ross is six four. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, I'll go to it. It, it again. It's mostly filler, so I'm not going to like use him as a building block. But uh, if I got that extra six four sitting around, I'll, I'll go to him no problem. Uh, Wendell Carter, Carter Jr. at six six k as well. Um, this guy's just been lighting it up. I, I feel it feels like fools go to me. I, I'm not high on it. Um, this might just be the the uh, you know crotchety uh, Bulls fan in me just talking because I watched this dude play with my Chicago Bulls and he was just so awful. Uh, it's hard for me to believe that he's just going to pop off continually. I think he's going to have some off games. So I uh, don't necessarily know if I go there, but it's not it's not a problem for a, for a filler option. And then uh, Chumo Keke at 5,800. I mean, this guy's getting plenty of usage also. 5,800 is a, a fair price point for this guy. Uh, good filler again. Not somebody I'm going to use for his building block. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of uh, yeah. Maybe maybe it is the Bulls fan in you that doesn't Carter Jr. I, I think this dude looks like he got like rebirthed over there. Uh, he looks like what you guys wish you had and hoped you had when you when you had him. And I don't think a lot of it is uh, to anybody's fault. I think a lot of the damage was done in the in the previous seasons before Donovan got there. Uh, confidence, you know, I think that was the big thing. And the change of scenery just looks like it was it was all that Wendell Carter Jr. needed. Uh, knowing that he's playing with that confidence, playing 30 plus minutes, Ken Burch questionable in this one, but you know, the, the role seems to be like it's Wendell Carter juniors. Now it's not going anywhere. 30 plus minutes past three games. And in all those games where he played 30 plus, he scored at least 40 DK points. You said it yourself. The matchup's tasty. Uh, Robin Lopez being questionable. I mean, I'm not scared of Alex Land. I'm not scared of anybody else that they have. You know, this guy seems like he's a near lock for me at 6K. I'm going to have a ton of Wendell Carter Jr. I'm going to pair it with some Russell Westbrook, especially if Bradley Beal's out. And I might just call it a day over here on the on the Orlando side of things. I do like Chuma. Uh, over the past, like, you know, four games, this dude's done nothing but pay off his value. 30-plus points over the past four at 5,800. That's returning value, so I don't mind looking there. And with this whole guard situation, I don't think I'm going to mess with it. And I think you said it perfect. Terrence Ross, if you, if you round zero lineup out or if you want to take a shot, I'm in a GPP. Why not? He's going to have the shot attempts. He's very scoring-reliant, but when they're falling, he's going to pay it off. That's it, man. That's uh, that's the breakdown for the Orlando Magic, who I'm looking at. But I think we're pretty uh, pretty similar on a lot of these guys, except for the fact that you are still grudging. Wendell yeah, <laughs> you know, I just, uh, oh, man, I, maybe maybe it is a confidence thing. I don't know. I'll ha- I, I honestly haven't watched, um, you know, I've been watching the box scores more than I've been watching the games because who the heck wants to watch the Orlando Magic game? So uh, so maybe I need to actually watch him play and see how, see how he looks, but uh, for sure. <laughs> no, no, man, I, I, uh, I encourage it. He, he, he looks, uh, he looks, he looks good. Uh-huh. Uh, but I mean, I think anybody could, if they're, if they're getting the usage, like I probably look halfway decent if I played for the magic right now, <laughs> uh, next game, new, that's terrible. That's, I would look awful. <laughs> new York Knicks traveling to traveling to Boston, uh, taking on the Celtics out here. So 
I gotta get I gotta get out to one of these games. No uh no injury report for the Celtics. Second half of a back to back. Kemba Walker expected to rest though on the second half of back to back. Only person of note for the Knicks, Mitchell Robinson. He's rolled out. Pass it over to you, Keith. Talk about this Knicks team. We pretty much know what to expect from this team. Uh, nothing really new as far as the, the injury front. Everybody healthy. Who are you looking at? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you know what to expect with the Knicks. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go to Julius Randle at 9-9 uh, against the Celtics. If you want to attack the Celtics, attack them down low. Uh, we watched uh, – I watched uh, Robert Williams' uh, Time Lord tonight fall out in 13 minutes and I think it was 49 seconds or something like that against Joel Embiid. I don't know if Julius Randle necessarily has the ability to, to make him foul that much, but um, I don't buy uh, Robert Williams being the uh, the stopgap here for the Celtics, you know, at the, at the center position. I think they're still going to struggle to defend that position. So Julius Randle at 9-9 is, is definitely on the table for me. He looks a little hobbled at the end of the last game, so that does uh, throw me off a little bit, but I don't mind going to him. So he's not a top player by any means, but um, I think he's an okay play. Uh, I do like Derrick Rose at 4,800 all. So this guy's just getting getting shot up temps up as you should whenever he gets in. Um, it is a back to back, and I did look at the the box scores a little earlier today just to see, just to make sure, you know, we're not sitting the guy out of back to back. And of course, it's Tom Thibodeau, so of course we're not. Uh, you know, he sometimes he's even playing more on back to back scenarios. So uh, don't mind going to him, especially because Alfred Payton's just like a disease over in New York, and nobody wants to touch him, nobody wants to play him. And uh, you know, Thibodeau keeps throwing throwing him out there, but maybe at some point Derek Rose uh, encroaches on those minutes a little bit. And then I'll look at Taj Gibson, also some filler at 4,100. Uh, this guy is also getting minutes, of course, because it's Tom Thibodeau, and I, I can't stop laughing about this guy. But, uh, hey, hey, they they won their last game, and, uh, you know, they're playing Celtics here. They could they could win this one. They could steal this one. They're, they're competitive in every single game. So uh, they'll, they'll keep it competitive, and I don't mind some Taj Gibson at 4,100. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, I can't say I love a lot of these Knicks, but I wouldn't mind playing any of them. You know what I mean? Like Julius Randle. Uh, 9,900. It's, it's expensive, but the dude's probably going to be worth it. It's just so many other priced up guys. Do I end up landing on them? I probably don't, but it, you know, depending on your lineup construction, maybe you do. And I wouldn't fault you there. I don't think I'm going to go to too much else. Like you said, I think Derek Rose would be the next guy I go to just because, you know, anybody that used to play for Tibbs seven years ago is going to be very relevant <laughs> now. Uh, that just seems to be the recipe. Yeah. If Joe Kim Noah wanted to come out of retirement anytime and you know, he'd probably be good to go. You get 10 minutes on this team, guaranteed, locked in. Noel would be cut. But uh, that's just kind of the, the approach I'm taking here. I, I don't mind him, but I just don't see myself landing on too many of these guys. I'm probably ready just to slide over to the Celtics team. And, you know, no Kemba Walker. Uh, everybody gets a little bump. You know, it, it's a tough matchup. You know, I'm expecting we don't have a game total. We don't have a spread. But I'm expecting it to be fairly low, just knowing that the Knicks are involved. Probably around the 218 range. Uh, but... Don't mind looking at, you know, Jalen Brown uh, and uh, no, I was going to say Kemba Walker. I'm sorry. Marcus Smart. Uh, those would probably be the two guys I'd go to first just simply because, you know, I don't want to pay that 9100 for Tatum. I expect all three of these guys to get a nice little bump in usage with them out. So I'll take the price down options and go to the other two guys. So those are probably the only two guys I'm really looking at. And I don't really see myself landing on them too much either. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm 100 right there with you. Uh, Marcus Smart without without Kimba Walker should have the ball in his hands a little bit more for playmaking. He was awful tonight, but uh, I expect a better bounce back game from him here. Uh, the New York team, uh, the Knicks are just a good defensive team, and, and the Celtics are pretty pretty good on the defensive side as well in general. So, uh, not a whole lot of interest in this game. But yeah, Jalen Brown at 7800 uh, just seems a little underpriced. So uh, no Kimba Walker, don't mind going there. So those same two guys on my side as well. All right. 
we'll keep it moving. Next game, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time game, New Orleans Pelicans traveling to Brooklyn. They're taking on the Nets here. For the Nets, Spencer Dinwiddie, James Harden, Tyler Johnson, Landry Shamet all rolled out. Kevin Durant is probable. Pelicans have no injury report. They're on the second half of a back-to-back. We saw Brandon Ingram sit out this one as well as Josh Hart. Uh, we know that Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander are going to miss in the next few weeks. But we'll start off with that Pelicans team. Uh, it is a back-to-back. You know, Zion was missing some time, but he was dealing with a thumb injury. So if he, you know, gets through, which he seemed to get through this game fine, I don't think there's going to be any sort of limitations on him tonight as well. But 9K, are you paying for that price tag against this Brooklyn team? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, the way the Brooklyn Nets play defense is uh, terrible at the rim, and Zion Williamson happens to score a lot of points at the rim. So, yeah, I'll definitely roll 9K on, on uh, Zion Williamson. I think that's a really solid play, um, even on a back-to-back. Hopefully he doesn't sit uh, or, or have limited minutes, I should say. Uh, he's definitely not going to sit. He's going to play. They're going to need him, and they're still trying to push for the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I don't mind rolling 9K on, on uh, Zion Williamson. I also love Lonzo Balt, 7,700. You mentioned those guys out, Kira Lewis Jr., uh, Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. So uh, you got to have a lot of Lonzo. Um, trying to look at the box score now. Lonzo played 29 minutes, so that's kind of low, actually. I think I would expect him to be up in the mid-30s, and I think he might get that here uh, if he only managed 29 minutes against the uh, Hawks. So um, I like uh, Lonzo, and I also like uh, James Johnson at 5,500, obviously. Uh, you know, slide, in there, slide into the uh, a bigger role. Uh, with this Pelican squad, he got 26 minutes tonight. Uh, only put up eight points and two rebounds, but uh, you know he's uh, he's a guy that can contribute in every facet of the game, especially on the defensive front. So, uh, if you're playing FanDuel, that's uh, a big boon to his score as well. I can't argue with any of that, man. I mean, Lonzo, Zion, two guys I'm looking at. Uh, James Johnson, oh my, he's starting to get a little bit more priced up. Seems like every day they're just tacking on a few extra hundred bucks, but uh, still in a comfortable price range. You know, all the things that that guy can do, whether he chips in blocks, steals, rebounds, a couple of points here and there. Uh, he could just do a little bit of everything. So I don't mind looking at the primary three guys. Don't think I'll go with Adams just based on some of the other guys that we have available. But uh, I, you know, do we have to start, you know, really looking at Isaiah Thomas? Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Crazy saying it, but the dude caught caught some heat tonight. I think he had like eight straight points at one point, uh, which is cool to see. But I don't think I'll play him at DFS. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a little too risky for my yeah. blood, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's good to see definitely it back in the in the league and and doing things definitely. All right, you ready to slide over to the other side of the ball? Oh yeah, let's do it. Kyrie Irving, ten two. I'll play him. Uh, yeah, no problem with me. I don't love the price tag. I hope it scares off some other people, but I expect him to probably be looking at 50 to 60 DK points in this one. Uh, Kevin Durant returning, but no James Harden. Durant likely probably going to be on some sort of restriction after he just missed lengthy amount of time. I expect Kyrie Irving to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting here, and I will definitely have some shares of him. So 10-2. Probably the main guy I look at, I don't mind looking at tiny bit Aldridge, probably won't even end up there, but I'm, I'm probably just going to be looking at Kyrie here, and that's it. I'm actually, I don't mind going to Kevin Durant, and I, if I hear he's on a minute's limit, you're right, I'm going to stay away. Um, I haven't heard that yet, I don't know if you have, uh, but if that's not something that's being being announced, uh, I mean, this dude sat out for, what, a whole season and a half or something, and, and came in and, and just rocked the world, I mean, he put a casual 23 points in his first game and a blowout win, so uh, I'll go to Kevin Durant 9200, uh, and I, I don't like Kyrie Irving at the 10-2 
price tag, like you said, hopefully scares people away. It scares me away. I'm not too not too into it if, if Kevin Durant's going to be returning, even if he's going to be limited. Um, but the other guy I'm going to add for the Nets, which I'm a lot higher on actually than either of those guys, is uh, Timotei Luau Cabarro. Uh, there we go. TLC, Mr. Uh, Luke, Luke Carrot, you guys call him, I believe. <laughs> I, uh, this, guy, this guy got 32 minutes, I think it was, last game um, when – uh, Harden went down, so uh, it's possible that Bruce Brown slides into that and plays a little bit more or something like that, but uh, TLC is uh, only $3,600, so I'll definitely go there. Uh, and if Kevin Durant's back in, uh, it only helps guys that are, are you know standstill jump sh- jump shooters like like uh, TLC, so I don't mind some TLC at 3600 I can't argue with that. Yeah, I don't. I haven't heard anything or read anything on the Durant news. I just, anytime it's a, a lengthy absence and it's like a mm-hmm. core muscle injury, uh, I just never expect guys to because those are the easily like, hamstring, groin. Those are the things that you're going to easily reaggravate, and uh, you know teams are generally a little bit more cautious with, especially with you know a guy like Kevin Durant uh, already dealing with James Harden, who they just rushed back from a hamstring injury and then reaggravated it, and now it looks like they're going to have to. He's going to be out even more time. I would be I would be extremely shocked if he plays anything more than you know 25, 26 minutes absolute max, and he can get that done. And that amount, but I feel like that would be his his ceiling in his first game back. Yeah. I I could be wrong, and that's you know that's maybe if I'm playing him, it's only GPPs because there is that little. There's definitely I'm not even going to call it a little risk. To me, it's it's significant risk. That's the oh, way yeah. I view it. Yeah. Um, and hey, listen, if you if you play the other side, that's that's the way you can capitalize in a GPP. Mm-hmm. I expect a lot of other people to probably take my lens more than uh, the opposite approach, but who oh, knows? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely uh, let, let me uh, put that caveat in there. GPPs only. I'm not going to go to him in cash at all. <laughs> <laughs> Always the risk, but yeah. uh, we, we live on that risk. We'll, we'll move on to the next one, though. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Memphis Grizzlies traveling to Atlanta, uh, taking on the Hawks. Hawks on the second half of a back-to-back in this one. As far as the injury report, nothing for the Hawks, nothing for the Grizzlies. Actually, they're both on the second half of back-to-back. Excuse me. No game total, no spread. Brandon Clark sat out tonight for the Grizzlies. Uh, for the Hawks, same normal injuries that we've been seeing. Uh, John Collins still remains out, as well as DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. Uh, looks like D'Anthony Melton will most likely miss this game, as well as Justice Winslow for the Grizzlies. We'll have to keep an eye on those guys, though. Start off with the Grizzlies team. Figures just looks like a you know, matchup that I feel like for the past like two or three years, if we ever saw it, we could just be like, yeah, we're playing some guys here. Yeah, definitely. I, I like this game a lot. I think it's a, gr- a great game environment for DFS. So I, I, got, I got some names here, and I think these are pretty solid plays. Uh, on the Grizzlies side, definitely, I definitely like John Morant at, at 7,100. I mean, that just seems like a rock solid. You get a few hundred dollars uh, uh, price off here uh, for a guy that's typically in the, in the mid-7K, and uh, he's playing against Trey Young. I mean, yeah, I'm taking this guy you know, 9 out of 10 times. I think he's pretty much a lock for me. Um, I like Grayson Allen. I've been going to him a lot. I've, I've said it last week, and I'll say it again this week. He, his Price hasn't really come up a ton. Uh, he's he's at forty nine hundred, and um, you know I think you said last week he, he's pretty much a lock for twenty six plus minutes when he when he's healthy and, and playing, and uh, seems to be the case. So I'll go there for sure. And uh, and then I, I'm going to add some Tyus Jones also at thirty three hundred, which I think is a, a fantastic bargain price for a guy. Uh, like you said, no D'Anthony Melton for this one. Uh, I expect him to get you know at least 20 minutes, hopefully closer to 25 in this one. And he's more solid than, uh, than Desmond Bain. I think uh, Desmond Bain's a little bit too reliant on the shot for, for my taste. So, uh, so Tyus Jones at 3,300 seems like a better play to me. 
Okay. I, I can't argue with anybody. So, like, for me, uh, I kind of want to see what's going on with Brandon Clark. If Brandon Clark misses again, I have no issues going to Kyle Anderson. Uh, I always like looking to Kyle Anderson whenever I know he's going to be playing the four. Uh, just gets a little bit more of that rebounding upside, which I definitely look at. Uh, I think we actually were talking about it in the Discord that day when the when we found out Clark was out against the Jazz. I was like, oh, we could look at Kyle Anderson. I checked the schedule. I was like, oh, no, never mind. He's playing the Jazz. Uh, but in all reality, against that tough matchup, he put up 40 DK points. So uh, I'm going to stick tried and true. And if Brandon Clark's out, I'm probably going to have some shares of Kyle Anderson uh, knowing that he's going to slide over to that power four position. And then I don't mind looking at Grayson Allen. Uh, like you just said, he'll probably play more than 26 minutes with Anthony Melton out. If the game stays closed, we're probably looking at, you know, anywhere between like 28, 33. So I'll have some shares of Grayson Allen. And um, I, I, I think that's probably where I'll leave it. But if you want to play John Morant and Jonas, both these guys are in absolutely fantastic matchups as well. I mean, this is just a lights out matchup for all these guys. Uh, they're both all, you know, both priced appropriately, 7-2, 7-1. I don't mind paying either one of those price tags. John Morant getting a tasty matchup going against Trey Young, he dropped 44 DK points on this team earlier in the season. So if you want to look that way, I have no issues going there. And I mean, I can say just as well, you know, nice things about Jonas. You put up about 40 DK, I think it was 38, uh, when these two teams matched up earlier. So both those guys are very much in play as well. We could look at four guys on this Grizzlies team, in my opinion. And you can even spread it out a little longer, and I, I wouldn't argue with you. But uh, we're probably going to want to run it back. If I'm looking at four guys, you know, on this Hawks side, Trey Young, back-to-back, 8,800, had a really good bounce-back performance tonight, you know, compared to that awful, awful, awful shooting performance he had the night before where he could not knock down a three-pointer. Dude's 8,800. I have no issues looking at him here. It's just one of those guys where if you're not spending up and you kind of want to take that pivot approach where, you know, we should have value. We, if you wanted to play two studs, it shouldn't be an issue. Uh, but if you didn't, you want to kind of spread it out and play one stud and two of these guys in, like, the 8K range. Trey Young would probably be one of those guys I look at. 52 uh, DK points in the matchup earlier in the season against him in 35 minutes. Scored 36 actual points against him. So, 8,800. I will take some stabs there. Outside of him, it's probably just going to be Kevin Werder for me. 5,100. He started. He played well tonight. This team was just knocking down all their three-point shots and kind of clicking on all cylinders. He's a guy that always kind of remains to fall under the radar. Uh, but bottom line, you know, with no Cam Reddish, you know, no no John Collins, no DeAndre Hunter, this dude's going to have to just continue to score for him and, and kind of step up. So I don't mind looking at him as well. Yeah, those are all solid. The one guy I'll add on the on the um, hawk side is uh, Gallinari uh, at 6K. I don't mind going there. It's a little expensive there. So, um, you know, if you can fit him in, then then great. It's it's kind of more filler as well uh, instead of somebody I'm, I'm, I'm going to right away. But, um, I mean, this guy got 12 shots a couple games ago in 36 minutes. Um, only got eight shots last game. He hit 63% of those shots. So, if he gets those 12 shots and he actually has a good shooting game because he only shot 42% that, that uh, game, he got uh, 12 shots. But he put he's put up 36 6.5 and 39.5 uh, DK points in the last two games. So, you know, mid-40 DK game is not out of the question. And uh, so I like it. I like uh, Dano at, at 6K. All right. We'll keep moving to the next game. Dallas Mavericks traveling to Houston, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game, taking on the Rockets here for the injury report. We'll start off with the Dallas Mavericks. Buckle up. So it's, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Max Kleber, Kristaps Porzingis. Trey Burke, all listed as questionable. Willie Cauley-Stein, J.J. Redick, and Tyrell Terry are ruled out. And uh, these guys, I don't know, they're not going to check in anyway. But Josh Green and Trey, uh, Josh Green and uh, Tyler Bay, they are available. 
on the Rockets side of the ball. Avery Bradley is probable. Dante Exum, Eric Gordon, Daniel House Jr., David Nawaba all ruled out. John Wall is questionable. So I believe last I saw, Kristaps and John Wall, I think, are both expected to play in this one. Uh, to what capacity? We'll find out. We'll probably find out closer to tip. Uh, but they are expected to play. So, Keith, I'll pass it over to you. Talk about the Mavericks for me. Yeah, uh, well, I'm going to talk about your team. Okay, well, uh, I guess I get the uh, the go-ahead here. No, I, I like Luca. Don't say uh, nothing bad though. That's why this is best, <laughs> man. Yeah. No, no, that's why. That's why I'm putting Luca on here. I hate him, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put him on here because you. No, I'm just kidding. He's a uh, he's he's solid. Ten nine. Uh, I I think he's probably the the safest guy to spend up on in the slate. Um, I mean it's it's a Rockets team. Even if John Wall plays, I don't. It's not. It doesn't scare me away off off uh, Luca Doncic, and he's just gonna have the ball in his hands a whole ton. So, ten uh, nine. I don't mind paying that for him, but I'm probably even higher on, on Chris Hess for seeing us at 8,600. I did see that he is probable, so I can confirm that. Um, closer to probable, so obviously we got to keep a beat on it and make sure he is playing. But uh, 8,600, uh, you know, you said it before, Porzingis really just feasts in matchups where they don't have a, a big seven, I, I got his guard a seven-footer that can really score in the mid-post, and uh, I, I don't think the Houston Rockets really have that guy. So uh, I think Porzingis feasts in this matchup in 8,600, even though the price tag's pretty hefty. I'm willing to pay it. I, I think it's a great play. Uh, and then I I do also like some Josh Richardson at 4,800. Uh, he's a little cheaper than some other guys in, in that mid 5K range, and he's uh, capable in this matchup of putting up some some very solid numbers. So uh, I'll put those three guys out there for the Mavericks. I don't mind talking about my Mavericks. The more you mention, the more I like you. So uh, <laughs> just simply for go. me, man, though, I think it's just Luca, though. Uh, that's the only guy I'm really looking at at 10 9. I don't mind Porzingis. 8,600 is a little bit expensive for me compared to some of the other guys we've talked about. And you know, if I, I I'd probably rather spend the two hundred dollars on Trey Young, I know it's a different position, uh, or I'd rather just spend up on you know just get up to that ten k mark, or something, find my way up there. Uh, we have some value. I just don't you know necessarily. Listen, if this game stays close, there's no there's no chance that Luca does not hit value. Uh, it's that simple. That's the only thing that would get this out of control is that the Mavs are up forty points going into the fourth quarter, uh, and even then Luca would probably still have forty five to fifty dk points. He's not going to burn you. Uh, there, he, he seems like he's just a great option here. I'd probably still lean Westbrook if there's no Beal, but I, I love both those guys, and I'll, I'll have plenty of shares of both of them. Uh, on the Rocket side of things, John Wall expected to come back in this one, and I don't want to play a single person. It's that simple for me. Wow, that is simple. Uh, I, I've got some interest on the Rockets side of the ball. Um, I, like you said, yeah, if, if John Wall comes back, I don't have any interest in Christian Wood at 8,600. Um, if John Wall's out, I do have some interest in him. Um, got some interest in Jay Sean Tate at 6,500. I think it's a little bit expensive, but um, he seems to be solid, seems to have a very big role. And I, I'm always going to go to Kelly Olenek, Kelly Olenek at 5'9". Um, I just think he you know, still does a great job of, of spacing the floor for, for Christian Wood. So I uh, don't mind going to those guys. They're pretty low on my totem pole, though, and I, there's probably better filler out there. So I probably do side with you. I uh, have some interest, but not a lot of interest. Yeah, Kelly Olenek would be the one guy I could stomach. But with John Wall back, I want nothing to do with Kevin Porter Jr. at that price tag. He's no longer playing point oh, no. guard. Yeah. They used to just, yeah, Tate feels a little too expensive. Wood feels a little too expensive. Uh, Dallas's defense, you know, as bad as it was early on in the season, uh, they stepped their game up. They've been secretly one of the best defenses over the past month uh, of the season. So uh, you can't really necessarily just sleep on them as much. You know, granted, you know, Kleber's questionable. Uh, you know, they're missing some of their better defenders. But – uh, I'm not sleeping on them as much. You know, I can't. I guess I would. I never was. They're my team. Um, even when they were terrible, I was trying to tell people they were good. But that's it. I'm not really looking to attack them necessarily. Mm-hmm. 
Next game, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Charlotte Hornets traveling to OKC, taking on the Thunder in this one. For the Hornets, LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, Malik Monk, all ruled out. And on the Thunder, Darius Baisley, Lujan Sidort, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Josh Hall, Mike Muscala, and Isaiah Roby all ruled out. We finally got some game totals. Oh, I lied. We had one before, and I didn't mention it. Memphis Grizzlies, Atlanta Hawks, I apologize. 229 game total. Hawks are favored by two in that one. Uh, I do apologize. In this one, we have OKC, or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, OKC, Charlotte Hornets now spread. 214 game total spread. Hornets favored by four and a half points in this one. So I'll pass it over to you with this Hornets team missing three of their primary offensive forces. Who are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, those guys you mentioned, Gordon Hayward, Lamella Ball, Malik Monk. I mean, all those guys take a crap ton, a metric crap ton, I'll say, of shots. They just have a lot of usage. So that's a lot of usage to to trickle down to the other guys. Terry Rozier, 8400 That's a steep price tag. But uh, up against this Thunder team, I really don't mind paying. And I think he's, he's, he's probably going to have a, a decent game as long as he's not uh, scary Terry and uh, and uh, missing a ton of shots or something. Uh, Devontae Graham at 6900 also seems solid. Uh, going to get the usage going to get plenty of uh, plenty of looks uh, again it's kind of a steep price tag so these aren't guys I'm, I'm looking at first right off the bat but uh, if I can fit them in it's great and then uh, I do like some Miles Bridges that's probably my favorite play on the Hornets side of the ball 5k uh, anytime that Gordon Hayward is out you know Miles Bridges does slide uh, into some more minutes there and uh, he's got some more usage so uh, I'll play some Miles Bridges at 5k for sure yeah, I think you can look at a few of these guys. I think it's going to be a very fantasy-friendly game. Uh, you know, just despite I guess it's not like a low a low total in any way, shape, or form. But uh, I, I expect a lot of a lot of fantasy friendliness in this one. You know, I don't think I'll pay the eighty-four for Rozier, but if you want to do it, I don't mind it. I'll probably look more at that mid-tier range, like you said, Bridges, uh, Graham, and I think PJ Washington. All three of these guys are very much in play. All three of them had pretty good games against this team. We could expect high usage from all of them. No really scary defenders necessarily. Uh, you know, Moses Brown, the baby go bear down there himself. Yeah, he's a reckon, uh, force to be reckoned with. But there's mismatches. They're in all ways, shapes, or form on both sides of the ball. So uh, I think all three of those guys are definitely in play. Do I end up with a ton of them? I might end up with a little bit. Of, if I had to pick one of them, I think P.J. Washington would probably be the guy I lean to the most just uh, based on, you know, ownership and a lot of other things, potential upside in this matchup. But that's uh, that's it. And on the OKC side of things, I think we almost we almost know what to expect until, you know, once eventually some of these bodies come back, you know, being Dort and Roby and those guys. But uh, I think we know what to expect here. So, you know, for me, it's if you wanted to go to Moses Brown at 6,700, sure, I, I kind of uh, jumped off that bandwagon, you know, probably about a week ago. I don't think I'm going to go to it again. It's a great matchup. No real big on this team can stop him, but he's not necessarily an offensive guy either. Here, you're really hoping for a really big rebounding or really big defensive game for him to uh, return that, like, you know, 6x value. Uh, so I don't think I'm necessarily going to go to him in this one. I'll probably just take a pass. If anything, I'm going to go look straight to Pokemon, uh, Maladon, and anything else that rhymes with Don on this team that they possibly <laughs> have. Uh, no, and maybe a little bit of Sviba Kalik, too. All those guys in that nice little 5K range. Uh, those are the guys I look at. Probably Pokemon would be my favorite option out of all of them. Just the usage this guy's been having over the past like, you know, two weeks is just out of the world. It's been a floor of about 20, 25 points and the ceiling of 35, 40. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm right there with you. Um, Alexei Pokushevsky, Svi, and uh, Theo Maladon. I'm not even going to try Svi's last name because I will I will butcher it. So, uh, all those guys. Those it, when I'm talking about filler, these are like the top tier filler here. Uh, I'll take two of these guys over over two of the previous guys I mentioned pretty much any day. But um, you know, if you like some of those other guys more, I can't can't fault you. But um, but yeah, I, I definitely think I'm highest on Alexei uh, Pokushevsky. I'm I ho- I'm hoping they don't slide him. They slide up slid him a bit more to the to the post last game, and so his uh, assist really really came down um so i'm hoping they let him let him have the ball in his hands a little bit more to create which is where he really flourishes um and then svi's probably my my second favorite uh play on this on the slate or on the i'm sorry on this uh thunder team and uh 5500 just a really decent price tag yeah i mean guys gotta shoot uh, yeah. shooter, shooter's gonna shoot shooter's gonna shoot that's for sure <laughs> all right we only got two games left uh we'll keep it sliding on though next game san antonio spurs traveling to denver take on the nuggets in this one for the injury report the wonderful the wonderful injury report uh the spurs Katie Bates d up trey lyles lonnie walker all rolled out Dejounte murray is questionable nothing for the nuggets Second half of back-to-back, they took on the Pistons tonight. No game total, no spread. Talk about this Spurs team for me. Yeah, the Spurs team, man. They've been uh, they've been playing pretty good basketball, and uh, it's hard to see them beating the Nuggets, but I think they're going to keep this competitive. So I think it's going to be uh, we got to thank them a little bit because they're going to give us four quarters of, of Denver Nuggets players. I think so. Uh, so I think it'll be a close one. I, I do like some Demar Derozan eighty two hundred if uh, Dejounte Murray ends up being out. Um, he's been a, a facilitator, the main facilitator on the team uh, all season. He's been, got more uh, assists than Murray on the season. So uh, if Murray is out, he has a potential to have even more. Uh, I like Kelton Johnson's 5,600 as well. He had a 20 and 10 game the other day, and uh, uh, I think it was 13 and 10 last game, something like that. But uh, he's getting plenty of shots and plenty of opportunity and, and grabbing plenty of boards, so he seems pretty safe at 5,600. Uh, and I do like some Patty Mills if Murray's out as well at 4,400. I know he burned you last game. I saw, apologize don't for that. Don't even say his name. Yeah, don't even yeah. say his name right now in the oh, podcast. No, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm just going to cut him out now. No, no. I, uh, I do like him, though, if DeJounte Murray's not in. Uh, to step into that, uh, he might not might not start, but he'll probably play twenty five to twenty thirty minutes, and and uh, you know he's usually pretty solid. <laughs> take take four shot attempts for like the first time in a four month yeah, time span. Right. Uh, no, I actually do like Patty Mills. Uh, you know, narrative aside, simply because he's he's due to have a good one after burning me, and like you know everything tells me to stay away from him. And then he would just go and have that 35-point game right in my face. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably due. So I do like Patty Mills. He's probably the only guy I'm really going to look at on this team. I don't. I wouldn't fault you if you want to go to any of these other options, but we've already talked about so many guys, similar price tags, where I don't think I'll end up going to too many guys over here on the Spurs side of the ball, but I wouldn't fault you. Uh, it's not that bad of a spot. Like you said, I expect them to keep this game fairly competitive. Uh, sliding it over to the other side of the ball, where does Jokic stack up to you, I guess, compared to, you know, Westbrook and, uh, you know, we, we talked about Kyrie, 10-2, and then uh, Doncic at 10-9. If you had to rank, like, those four guys, how would you do it? I would say if Westbrook, uh, if Beal is out, Westbrook's my top play. If uh, Beal is in, though, actually Jokic is my top play. Because, like I said, going to be a competitive game. If it's a competitive game, you're getting four quarters of Nikola Jokic. I can't pass on four quarters of Nikola Jokic at 10-6. I mean, I just I, I can't do it. And um, so Jokic is probably my top play because uh, I, I think Beal's probably going to play in this one. I just have a gut feeling about that. No, no, just speculation. No no news or anything I, I'm on top of. But uh, So Jokic is probably my top play. Uh, I do like some Aaron Gordon also at 6,500. 
and uh, I'll round it out with some Monte Morris also at 3,700. If, if uh, Jamal Murray doesn't play, uh, Monte Morris at 3,700 is probably a lock for me. If Jamal Murray does play, um, he did start for Jamal Murray, obviously, tonight. Um, but if Jamal, Jamal Murray does play, I'm still, I still would give Monte Morris a look at 3,700. This guy was playing in the minutes in the 30s before he went down with an injury, and he's coming back, and he just started tonight. I haven't looked at his minutes, um, but I'm, I'm guessing he probably played at least 25. So I'm going to look right now. <laughs> yeah, to check that for me too because that's something I'm definitely interested in because I would obviously love Morris as well. Uh, you you can't go and hey, listen, if you're worried about Morris, Ooh, you know he's only got 16 minutes. Oh, but it was a it's a little bit of a blowout here, 109.86. So maybe yeah, I'll just that, rest him for tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> exactly, and that's the thing. I don't I don't think we would expect 30 plus minutes because they have other options. You know, Composito's there as well, Barton's there as well to handle a little bit of the point if they need to. So. Uh, and don't forget about that seven-foot point guard that they have that's been an all-star and you know MVP candidate all season long named Nikola Jokic. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not I'm not too worried if they need to give Murray another night off. But Jokic is an absolutely fantastic play. If Murray sits, I love him twice as much. Uh, he would it would be close. I'd have him ahead of Doncic. He'd be right there, right behind. I'm probably right there with you, uh, right behind Westbrook. If if Beal plays, he's probably yes, yeah, he'd probably be ahead of him for me. And that's it. Not touching anybody else over there. Just the usage, uh, the way it gets spread out. I guess if Murray does sit, yeah, you could take shots on Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon. Uh, both those guys at fair price tags. But I would just probably just go straight back to the honey hole and uh, go right to my boy Jokic. But to each his own. Can't fault you if you wanted to go somewhere else. Spend up on you know a Doncic and then go for one of those mid-tier guys. Wouldn't fault you there. Ready for the last one? Yep. Let's do it. Utah Jazz traveling to Phoenix. Take on the Sun here. Abdul Nader, only guy out for the Suns and for the Jazz. Uh, no one worth noting. Everybody should be good to go in here. 225 and a half game total. Jazz favored by two. Uh, I, I was a little caught off guard by the game total, man. I, I just thought it was going to be two, uh, you know, forces of defense just slapping against each other that it wouldn't it wouldn't be this high. 225 feels like it's up there. I might take the under if I'm a, if I'm a betting man, but... Why don't you talk about this Jazz team? Yeah, yeah, that uh, the game total does seem a little bit high. I wonder if they'll adjust it down as the uh, night wears on into tomorrow morning. But uh, <clears throat> it's going to be a lot of fun, man. This is a game that uh, I don't think any basketball fan can miss. You know, number one against number two and uh, in the West. Uh, less I checked at least that they might have switched up. But uh, two very good teams out West Co- Western Conference, and uh, it's going to be very competitive. I'm looking for the big the big dogs to have big games <clears throat> on the Jazz side of the ball. I'm looking at Rudy Gobert. He had 18 points and 14 rebounds and threw in a, a steal in the block. Last time the uh, Jazz played against the Phoenix Suns, so uh, I have no no reason to believe he'll he'll perform any differently. I think he's a solid solid play, and 7900 is a really fair price tag for him. Uh, I also got some interest uh, in some of the mid range guys on the on the Jazz and, and Jordan Clarkson, Joe Inglis. Uh, again, I'm expecting uh, not necessarily a shootout, but I'm expecting. Um, these teams to really go off and have uh, some of these guys are going to really shine and have a great game. So one of those two guys, I think is really going to have a good game in this one, which ones is it going to be your guess is as good as mine, but uh, Joe Inglis or, or Jordan Clarkson, I think either of them uh, would be a solid play. I don't, I don't want to say I don't have a lot of interest here, but it, it's very minimal. Um, the one guy I think I have the most interest in would be like Royce O'Neal mm-hmm. at 4,200. I just think that's a, a pretty fair price tag for a guy that, like you said, you know, not necessarily a shootout, but can be a competitive game. Uh, he's going to be asked to do a lot defensively. It's going to be, you know, probably 34, 35 minutes for him. Played well in the last time these two teams faced. I think he put up about 25 DK points. So 4,200, I don't mind looking his way. 
Uh, a lot of these other guys feel like they're just priced appropriately. Gobert is always at 7,900. I don't think his price tag's changed. Maybe it went from 77 to 79 once or twice, but other than that, it doesn't move. So, like, you know what you're getting from him. Uh, very, very safe floor most nights. Ceiling's usually 50. He's usually hovering around between you know 34 and 40. So I think, uh, you know, push come to shove, I don't land on him, but I wouldn't fault you if you wanted to go there. I just think that there's a few other centers I land on beforehand. On the Sun side of things, though, I mean, we're expecting a competitive game, but I don't think I could pay the, you know, the 93 for Booker, the 85 for Chris Paul in this matchup. I don't want to take DeAndre Ayton going against Rudy Gobert. So we kind of fall just how I was with the Utah team. I'm looking at these ancillary guys. I, I don't mind maybe taking a stab at like a Jay Crowder, one of these wings. If you if you wanted to, you know, maybe go for a guy like Campaign or Darius Arch, sure. I generally target those guys in games. I think that the games are going to get out of hand a little bit more, and I don't think this one will, but just not a lot of interest over here either. Yeah, the one guy, uh, I think you're, you're right on there. I think uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, I love those plays for, for GPPs. Like you said, I don't think a lot of people are going to be on them. It's just really expensive, but I think these guys um, still can have pretty decent games. Last game's out against the, the Utah Jazz. They both had pretty solid games, so um, I'm okay going with them in GPPs. Cash, I'm, I'm staying very, very far away. They're not safe plays by any means, and uh, Cameron Payne, 3,700 is the one guy I have that I'm looking at pretty hard. Uh, this guy just put up, I think, 35 DK points or something like that a couple couple games ago, and uh, he's got that outburst uh, potential, but again, that's a GPP play. That's um, that's that's it. Not going for, for cash at all. All right. Well, that rounds us out, man. That's our slate. So, before we go anywhere, take a pause. Give us a five-star rating, please. Apple Podcasts, if you have a quick minute, it means the world to us. Five-star, thumbs up, all that good stuff. Leave us a nice little comment. Anything you'd like to hear us do differently, perhaps, as well. We take that constructive criticism very carefully. Uh, we adapt. We want to give you guys the best content. So, five-star rate review. We really do appreciate that. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Patria. M-I-K-E. A-P-O-T-R-I-A. And you could find Keith at Ginsberg Beats. G-1-N-S-B-E-R-G-B-3-A-T-S. This is up on Twitter. You can get us on there. And, of course, we got a couple little good things going on here. You've probably heard us shout it out before. Uh, any interest in dabbling into the DFS community and joining Hoopball team over here? we got some spots opening on the DFS Today team. Entry level stuff, uh, and if you're just you know experienced, not experienced, actually it's not even. We have multiple stuff. We have all different positions open. And so if you if you've been working for other sites, if you just you know want to get your your foot in the door here, uh, send us a message on Twitter. Whether it's me, Santino, Dan, Keith, hit anybody up. Uh, it will get in the right hands. We'll get you the right people, uh, and we'd love to have you. So we have our player tiers, my good friend. Player tiers. Mm-hmm. Your expensive tier, I already know where you're going, but once you set. <laughs> yeah, I uh, expensive tier. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Jokic. Uh, he's just got to be the safest play for me on the slate. And if John, Jamal Murray's out, he gets a nice little usage bump. But even if Jamal Murray's in, I think you get four quarters of Jokic. Not, I'm not gonna pass on that. I'm taking it every day. So that's my my expensive tier guy. Yeah, I can, I'll just do the cop out and I'll take the Westbrook. Uh, no deal. Um, I, I don't. I mean, he could easily return to this one, but I'm just gonna chalk it up as though he's not. And uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take Westbrook there. I think you know I'm probably gonna have several lineups where I try to cram both those guys in there if possible. But let's uh, let's go to mid tier. Uh, you know that's 7,500 and less range. So no Lonzo Ball for you, my good sir. But who are you looking at at 7,500 or less? 
<laughs> no Lonzo Ball for me. Uh, no, I, I uh, John Morant. I think he's just a fantastic play. I mean, Trey Young's defense is just crap. Uh, the Hawks' defense is just crap. I mean, uh, I think he's a little bit cheaper than he usually is. So uh, John Morant at seventy one hundred is my mid tier play. All right, can't fault you there. I think I'll go to your boy, Wendell Carter Jr. Six <laughs> K. I just love that price tag for the new role that he has and the minutes he's been playing. Matchup is just fantastic. Uh, it just feels like a perfect storm for him. So I'll, I'll play some Wendell Carter Jr., especially if we hear that Ken Birch is out. One less center he's got to deal with in that rotation. So sign me up there. And last but not least, devalue, my good sir. Who's your value play? Well, I already touched on Jokic, so I'll stay away from uh, Mr. Morris. I'm actually going to go with Timothy. Tim- oh, my gosh. Here we go. Here we go. Timothy. Timothy Luau Cabarro. There you go. I practice it for a reason, guys. So, uh, TLC, I'm going to go there. Um, he just uh, got 32 minutes uh, when, when James Harden was injured, like I said. Uh, is it a risky play? Of course. Um, the Mets might, Nets might go with uh, Bruce Brown, um, Tyler, but Tyler Johnson is also injured. So, i like him to get at least 20, 25 minutes um, and 3600 just a fair price tag for a guy that can knock down, bang down jump shots, which he has to do here. So. Yeah, no, you you absolutely have it right there. And, uh, you know, not a great usage guy, but for some reason, he just always flies under the radar. No matter who's out, he's kind of their utility knife. Whenever it's like Harden out, he'll get minutes. If Kyrie's out, Durant's out, whoever it is, uh, he ends up just kind of chipping in and getting, you know, whether it's four or five extra minutes, just enough where he can kind of always pay off his price tag. So I don't mind looking at him. Uh, For my value play, see, this is tough, man. I'm going to have to do a quick second stall. Uh, you know, that's, that's just my, my trademark move. I feel like at this point, because you know, when we were breaking it down, I felt like there was more, uh, I felt like there was a lot more that I liked. Uh, I'm probably just going to end up leaning on some of these Indiana guys, uh, that we've already touched on. You know, if there's, if there's no miles Turner, uh, kind of seeing what happens at that center position, whether it's Goga at min salary, if he ends up drawing the start, uh, or if we just go with a guy like Dougie buckets, uh, you know, uh, under 5k at power forward he'd probably even get an increased role have one of those chances at seeing you know eight or nine rebounds hopefully in that game with no miles turner either so i'd probably end up leading there it just feels a lot secure i don't have to you know take too much risk with that value over there i know that there's gonna be a ton of usage and minutes to just get piled around but uh, i i also anticipate that we have some more that kind of shows itself as uh as the day goes on but oh yeah that is it, man. That that brings us home. So right uh right around the hour mark, we're at fifty three minutes. Not too bad. I think we kind of cruise through that. Uh, anything else you'd like to say before we get out of here? No, man. Let's uh, go Bulls. That's what I, that's what I gotta say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it. Man. So sorry, go go Bulls. Uh, and then again, uh, if you guys have a second, five star rate review. Follow us on Twitter. And don't forget, this Friday, Hoopball DFS Listener Contest. So we'll have our pros in there. Any listeners, there's only 25 entries in the contest. Unfortunately, DK does not allow us to make it until Thursday night. So once that happens, we will make the contest. We will be tweeting it out all over the place. Jump in there. There'll be some uh, some goodies. Uh, and best of all, you get to just kind of smoke some of uh, some of the little pros that we got over here. You know, what's better than saying, hey, you stink, I beat you. Uh, talk your junk on Twitter. Yeah, that's the best part. Go follow us on Twitter and then talk your junk after you beat us. Nothing better. But that's it. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. I'll be with Santino. We'll be breaking down that wonderful Thursday slate for you guys. But you take care. Let's go out there and we will crush some contests.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.